From the high desert in Far East West Texas, this is the world's fastest growing sports media podcast with that sports TV ratings. Hi, I'm Robert Seidman, and uh, joining me on the High Desert Hotline today is Tra Keller. He is the ESPN Senior Vice President who heads up uh, ESPN Audio, which includes podcasting and uh, ESPN Radio, and uh, Trog is also uh, the head of the ESPN Talent Office. Trog, welcome to the world's fastest growing sports media podcast with that sports TV ratings. Robert, I am, I am happy to be part of it and glad a TV guy is doing a podcast. Yeah, it's fun. So, uh, you know, I originally tried to tried to have you on back in July when uh, when Thirty for Thirty podcast first dropped, and uh, I particularly enjoyed uh, the. I think it was the 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 last episode of the first season uh, called "The Queen of Sorts" that uh, tells the story of how uh, Kelly Sun got revenge on the MGM casinos. Uh, it was just a fantastic story, and I'm wondering if you had a, a, at least a couple of months now, I guess, since that dropped. What was the response to the to, to season one and and that one in particular, if you can? Well, you know, the the response overall to the 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 audio piece of the Thirty for Thirties has been uh, has been excellent. You know, in in fact, um, if you if we kind of look at our our pod track numbers for for September, you know, our our we're we're up there somewhere around number we're actually number two now in downloads per user and um and number six overall in 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 unique unique monthly audience in the podcast world and a lot of that is is due to the the success of the 30 for 30s and um you know it's look people one thing that's 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 certainly apparent is that people enjoy storytelling still in an in an oral way Right. I mean, there's still uh, there's still last time I checked a lot of traffic out on the roads, Robert. Yep. And uh, a lot of people are still, you know, are still not watching television in the front seat and audio is their companion. And um, and we've always been bullish about, you know, just in general with ESPN radio about the audio business. Right. There's been much written about, you know, the decline of, of perhaps terrestrial radio, um, which I think, by the way, is, is overstated. But I will tell you one thing that's booming is the audio business, right? Your podcast is an example. There are a million podcasts out yeah. there. There's just so many new and different ways for people to listen, right? I mean, whether it's through Spotify or Pandora or Sirius XM or TuneIn, you know, the opportunities to reach people through the years has, has never been greater. You know, smart cars with Bluetooth connectivity yeah. present all kinds of opportunities. So when you you launch something like Thirty for Thirty and great storytelling, and um, and you've already got a kind of a built-in audience to that brand, um, it is it is absolutely all additive. Yeah. So the do you, do you have any uh, any comments on uh, on the, uh, the the Kelly Sun episode in particular? Because that one I, I was I was like surprised because the the story is so rich and intriguing. You know, it's the stuff of uh, I could see that being like a, a Hollywood box office hit. Uh, and so to have that land on uh, on an audio 30 for 30 was just I mean, it was refreshing and I loved it, but it was also kind of surprising. Well, you know what? It's that's so that's uh, like my favorite so far has been the trials of Dan and Dave. Right. Even though it was the first one. Yep. Just because I, I can't believe how much I forgot. Right. And how riveting, even though I knew the outcome of the story, how riveting it, how riveting it was. And then I have my, my own personal 
preferences on the uh, on the Yankees suck one, but I have not gotten <laughs> to Queen of Swords. <laughs> oh, you haven't gotten to it. Oh, well, you you, no. have, you have a you have a treat in store for you. Uh, oh, I am. I am. Not, this this may push me over the edge. <laughs> so, um, but it, 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 it's funny. It's. I mean, I am now consuming a lot of my audio via podcast, right? And and yep. and, and we 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 call it. We we think podcasting is in some ways a misnomer. Audio really on demand. Is, that's exactly what it is, right? So. So great example of that is, you know, I, I, I'm not allowed to have any personal favorites, but I will tell you, <laughs> I do love the Levitard show. And, you know, uh, that's on r- one. The radio show, gotcha. Yeah, the radio show. I, I simply podcast it. In fact, that show, by the way, and I think it's a function of its day part, is now the most, uh, is, is the most streamed and downloaded show we have. Wow. Actually, higher than Mike and Mike. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Yep. Good, good, good for you, Lebetard. Uh, I, although, you I, although I'm sure the haters, the haters will still pile on. Oh yeah, so, they'll, they'll they'll flock to this exactly. <laughs> so when when I first started out podcasting, I was really surprised when I saw how few Android users uh, listened to my podcast. Uh, but I just talked chalked it up to you know nobody listening to my podcast. But I, I've since heard you know uh, ranging from Bill Simmons to others with many more downloads than me uh, saying saying the same kind of general thing that seventy uh, percent of their podcast traffic comes from Apple, and uh, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't have any animosity towards Google, and I'm not trying to get you into any trouble at all. But it's just a fascinating stat to me that you know maybe like uh, half the smartphones don't really do do this podcasting thing, and I'm just wondering like how does a guy in your shoes think about that, and uh, and and like what's the what's the roadmap? Well, listen, Apple is a Apple is a great partner, but we're not totally dependent on them. Obviously, we have our own app. Yeah, right? sure. And, 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 and look, we just did a deal recently with Spotify, which I think is going to greatly increase our consumption in the Android world. You know, we've got TuneIn, which is Android, where you can get our podcasts, and we are on Google Play. So I don't think our number is quite as high as 70%. Um, I do, I, we, you know, we do see great opportunity in making sure that, you know, whether it's iOS or Android, that, that people can get it and get it with relative ease. Yeah, that uh, that that makes a lot of sense. And uh, yeah, I'm not sure uh, how like when I look at my my stats, like how Spotify tracks an Android user or not. So uh, so there's there's a lot to learn there. Uh, so so moving on to to ESPN radio, uh, you know, I'm a TV ratings guy and uh, I am a, a radio ratings dope. Uh, largely because you know the radio ratings, as far as I know, are are all local market stuff, and uh, and and not really a, a national roll up like like is is done with television. But uh, uh, you know, so I have an idea like how big the ESPN TV business is. Uh, I don't really have any idea how big the ESPN radio business is. Can you talk about that at all? Well, like the, the, my my favorite stat is one in five one in five people in this country tune into ESPN radio every week. Right, we've got. Um, probably a, a, a cum of about 24 million each week listening. Um, it is it, so the audience is sizable, right? It's a uh, and it's 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 a it, and it's impactful, by the way, on 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 our our TV business because we've got these signposts. I always tell people, um, you know, one of the great things about ESPN Radio as part of the company is look, we're you know, we're certainly in a, a more complicated world, right, in terms of how many things are available at night to watch and where they are and where they're located. Yep. 
And to have uh, a collection of 400 radio stations and partners like Sirius XM and uh, and, and uh, Slacker and TuneIn and all these audio all these audio places to get our content, we can through through audio we can tell people where to find our video content. <laughs> right. So it is a, it is a great it is in a in a very comp- increasingly complicated uh, crowded world having kind of these oral signposts where to steer sports fans to find what college games are playing this weekend right. to find out what 30 for 30 is premiering this week to know what's coming up on sports center at 11 o'clock is a, I, I think a, is a, is a good advantage. Yeah, that, uh, that, that definitely makes a lot of sense. So you, you talked about, uh, about Lebetard's uh, podcast downloads of his radio show earlier. Um, I run into a problem all the time, or at least I did when I, when I had uh, daily TV ratings where, you know, people really want to focus like on the, on the numbers for the, uh, for the simulcasts on TV of the radio shows. Um, and, and I was always uncomfortable doing that because I just don't have any, any idea of how, how big the radio portion is. So like just as a general sense without any, any specific numbers. And, and I, and I know that, uh, it's, it's all complimentary complimentary but uh how much how much of the money for dan's radio show comes from the radio and how much comes from the tv side general if you can in in general terms i mean the majority of money because of we've got a radio group mainly selling it generally the 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 majority of the money goes on the on the radio side um certainly for for mike and mike the split is is more even um, you know, it's obviously it's on ESPN two. It's on television in the morning, right? So it's probably a more more equal distribution. But you know, the way we take it to our advertisers is we're selling them multiple platforms. And you know, whether you're sitting at home and you're you know having a cup of coffee watching Mike and Mike, or you're in your car, you know, stuck on the West Side Highway, what stuck on the West Side Highway, you know, we've got you either way. And so if you're you know one eight hundred flowers. Or you are, you know, Delta Airlines. We're telling you, hey, look, you're, you're gonna you're gonna reach people in uh, on either platform. So on the TV side, you know, there are a lot of sites people can go to and you know, kind of find out how Mike and Mike are doing and maybe how Lebertard is doing and that kind of thing. As far as the, the TV simulcast, uh, I get questions all the time: is there is there any way to get the radio ratings like that? And my answer is, I don't. If if there is. I don't know what it is. Uh, oh, there, so. there is. I mean, you you can get them from Nielsen. Nielsen oh. has the Nielsen has the radio ratings, and they compile them on a national basis. So, but but are but are they they posted out in the wild like they are for TV so regularly? I, I couldn't find them anywhere. I guess is what I'm saying. You know, I, that's a good. That's a. You know what? I don't know the answer to that question either. All I know is we certainly get access to them, <laughs> and our advertisers, advertising agencies, get access to them because that's the. That's the currency we use to 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 sell our inventory. Okay, so that's a, that's a goal for me then to see like if I can dig up maybe some month old national radio ratings just so I can uh, give give people an idea of what that looks like. Uh, but that's that's good info to have that there 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 are national ratings even if they're not easy to find on uh, on the internet and Google that they do exist. Uh, and and I'm I'm sorry that uh, that I was a dope about that and didn't realize that. Uh, so not, not at all. By the way, the important thing, though, is also is, you know, these days, just the the terrestrial, I call it the terrestrial number alone doesn't doesn't do it justice because there's so many people you've got to kind of then consider how many people are actually downloading the podcast right. or right or the repurposed 
the repurposed programming and, and, and how many people are streaming it, right, which right now Nielsen does not measure. So, so there's no uh, – so they've, they've just started on the TV side, sort of the total audience measurement. There is and no – And we are, we are waiting for them on the radio side. Got it. So, so that, by the way, any push you can give them, we'd appreciate. Well, I, actually, so that I was going to ask that question. You know, from, from your point of view, I'm guessing that you, you, you still do it manually anyway, right? You try to figure out – uh, what is the total this year versus whatever total we could calculate last year? Is, is that is that how you're looking at it? Like total terrestrial plus uh, plus streaming plus everything we know. Uh, you, right. you are that, looking that, at that, that way is, internally. Yeah, that's the only way you can kind of gain accuracy on the on how your programming is doing, right? Because as the as the years move along here, right, the you know kind of on the younger end of the demo, they are they are streaming and they are podcasting, right? On the older end, you've, you've got more terrestrial listeners. So it's critical that we get them all to, we get it all together so we can kind of true up what, it, what is actually going on. Yeah, I think so. You know, I don't know what kind of uh, TV marketing you guys have done in the past, but I, I think you, you, need, uh, you need the guy loading, the, loading up the stuff on his phone and then playing it in his car when he's stuck in traffic, he or she. Uh, I, think, I think a lot of people just don't get that, uh, that that world is available to them yet. So I'm wondering, like, how are you thinking about getting the message out? You could do all this stuff now. Well, you know, I mean, look, I think, I, I, I think the, 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 the great thing that will never go away about radio or audio is its portability, Right. I mean, the ability to kind of take it with you and, and, and kind of literally not be, you know, not be burdened by the picture because people that are listening, I mean, look, if you can be in front of a television to watch the Yankees and, uh, and Minnesota last night, that's where you'd be. Yep. But guess what? If you put it, you took a satellite shot of the United States at eight o'clock last night, Eastern, five o'clock West Coast time, and you looked at the number of cars on the road in the entire country at any single time and how many sports fans are probably in those cars. They can't, they're not, television is not accessible to them. So radio is how they're listening. Yeah, and so- that's, and that's, I mean, that is, again, that, that strength radio's portability, it's mobility. That is, that is never going away. And as more people discover podcast, that's why podcasting continues to grow. And you're right about the, the marketing of it. You know, I think, I think probably NPR has done a better job of that than than anybody. So one one thing I did notice is that that you are marketing uh, the the audio app in the TV shows now when they uh, when they promote the podcast. How's the app doing? Like, can can you talk about that generally? Yeah, no, I mean, look at the ESPN made the conscious choice of let's pull radio in because it's going to help us grow our overall app numbers, and and we have and. And look, it's beneficial to have people go through our app because then we're able to kind of have a better look at exactly who it is that's that's listening, and we've got more data, which, as you know, more data is is, is important in the in the world we live in these days. Yeah, I, I, w- I was curious when the uh, when the the Watch ESPN side announced that the, that they would be offering a lot of the studio shows that previously hadn't been available on demand before, but were available as podcasts before. What will we'll, Will will that cannibalize any of any of your podcasts, or, or how are you looking at that? You know, I think we're. It'll be interesting to watch and to see what what happens there. I'm, you know, look, I'm 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 a little jaundiced, right? I'm <laughs> I'm I'm I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an audio guy at heart, and I, I I do believe that portability without the picture is one of the things that's driving the popularity and success of podcasts. 
And that, I'm not sure that changes just because you have the picture. Yeah, and uh, and uh, if I can get away with saying that there are fewer ads, and you can you can play back you know the podcast twice as fast if you want to. Uh, there are many advantages to the uh, to the audio only side. Uh, but but as as far as the app, like have have you been successful in uh, do you think in, in growing people's usage of of getting them to uh, to, to to use the ESPN app and uh, shift their behavior that way? Oh, absolutely. There is, there is no question. There's no question about it. I mean, we've made a concerted effort to do that. And one of the great things about being part of the giant ESPN machine is that when you kind of get people on, you know, on board collectively to, to, to move people, it moves people. And that's what's, that's what's happened with the app. So one of the things that always kind of fascinated me, uh, and, and ESPN has been doing this for a while. And I think they were, they were pretty early at doing it was uh was dropping podcasts of the studio shows you know pretty quickly you know i don't know if it's a half an hour or an hour and a half but like somewhere in that range uh, after the shows had aired and uh, i i always wondered why they did that cuz it just it, you 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 were making it so easy for people to not watch on tv if they didn't if they didn't want to watch that way and i'm just wondering in general like how espn thinks about uh, about how to do those sorts of things well i i think i i think you know y- y- you don't worry about cannibalization, right? I think I remember. I think Steve Jobs got asked that question about the iPad versus the iPhone. Well, he goes, "We'd ra- he'd rather we'd rather do it than have someone else do it to us, right?" <laughs> I thought that was a I thought that was a, a very smart answer, great answer. And 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 quite frankly, you know, putting things out on multiple platforms and giving people the opportunity to sample and increase. Like when we we launched Mike and Mike on TV, we got that back from a lot of people. Oh my God, you're going to cannibalize radio. Well, no, the fact is we got newer people sampling it on television and realizing when they got in their car, they, they could, could discover it on that. radio and, and, and the reverse. So, so you literally can build audience by going multi-platform and the same is true by going and, and podcasting is just another platform. So when, when uh, you, you look five years out on the audio side, what do you think the landscape looks like in terms of, uh, you know, the, the mix of radio programming and podcasts versus what it looks like today? Uh, I, I will tell you this. I think you're going to see, you're going to see, you know, just a steady increase of podcasts. Let's call it the right name, audio on demand, right? Audio that's demand. how, yep. that's how, that's, that's, you know, I, I've got, I've got kids in their, in their twenties and, um, and that's how they consume all their audio. And they're not alone. If you look at the kind of the raw numbers, and how it breaks out. So, so you've got a whole, you've got a, you know, a whole generation um, coming up that wants to listen to what they want to listen to, but when they want to listen to it. Right? So again, the, the consumer's in charge. So, so is it fair for me to think that, uh, you know, some of the uh, say 18 to 34 attrition on the TV side is, uh, is coming back in through the audio side? I don't know. I don't know if you could, I don't know. You could, you could make that statement. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how that math works, but I do think that audio is 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 finding younger listeners because of this ability because of podcasting. I see. I see. So, uh, so uh, you know, audio will be then a very big promotional platform for you, regardless of what the mix of audio versus radio versus TV then. Oh, I think I think always. Yeah, I think I think that's 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 absolutely true. Okay, so I I, I started off with thirty for thirty. I probably want to wrap up on on thirty for thirty. When's it coming back? 
I don't know if we put a specific date in there. We have not announced that date yet, but it is coming back. That I can tell you. So, so I, I know. And by, and by the way, not that is aside, but it has been a very successful. Uh, it's been a successful venture for our advertisers as well. So there is, uh, you know, both from a kind of a listening standpoint and from an advertising advertiser standpoint, you'll 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 be seeing thirty for thirty audio podcasts from us for the for for a, a good time to come. So I'm trying to, it's been, it's been a while now. I'm trying to remember how you did that. So you had like a, you had like a, uh, an ad, a, a single sponsor up front at the beginning of the episodes. Do I have that right? Or am I remembering wrong? No, that's right. And they have live reads. Well, all of our, all of our audio on demand or our podcasts now are, 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 are host reads, right? Because right. one of the, one of the, the really, the, the pieces of difference between, audio and television, you know, audio is a, is a one-to-one kind of deal, right? It's one person talking to another person. And, and by the way, that's, so that's proven out to be a great way for advertisers to take advantage of the medium right. is having the host do a live read to its listeners, to his or her listeners who are a, kind of a, it's a, it's a, it's a loyal following. And again, taking advantage of how the medium works is uh has actually, I think, helped fuel the rise of podcasting. So on the, uh, I, so I remember uh, Delta was one of them on the thirty for thirty side, but I, I don't, I don't uh, have any insight on the, uh, on the, uh, the ad sales there. Was was that something that was specific for thirty for thirty, or was that across all of the uh, ESPN uh, audio audio stuff? No, those the advertisers, a lot of the sponsors we had for the thirty for thirty were specific to the th- the launch of the audio thirty for thirty. Oh, that that uh, that's pretty good. So the feedback's all been good there. Um, can you can you talk uh, uh, generally about the, the the numbers for the thirty for thirty podcast? Just you know, we 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 don't break them out except to our advertisers. But I, I, I will tell you that I will tell you that they have met all the uh, all the goals we set forward. And again, I think if you look at kind of our rankings now and pod track and how high we are ranked. That is in large part due to the, the success of the 30 for 30. Okay. So, so this is, you know, this has been really helpful for me because I, I didn't understand much about your business. I feel like I understand a little bit better now. Um, uh, other, other than the stuff that we talked about, what, what's coming up for you in the next year that you're excited about? Um, the launch of the, uh, the Golik and Wingo show. So, so Mike and Mike will be putting 18 years uh, to bed shortly before Thanksgiving. It was a great run. There are not many radio shows that have gone gone the distance like that, and um, and we got a we got a you know a new adventure awaits us with uh, with Wingo and with Golik and um, and it'll be a different show, and we're we're going to launch the the Monday after Thanksgiving, so it's going to be kind of all oars in the water on rolling that out with our affiliates and our partners, and uh, and really I'm quite excited about it. Where are you spending your Thanksgiving that year, this year? <laughs> Um, probably somewhere near Bristol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would, I would think so. Well, well, good luck with that. And, uh, and thanks very much for joining the podcast. I really appreciate it. Robert, thanks for having me on. Take care. Thanks again to Trog Keller for joining the podcast. Trog was awesome, but as you might have noticed, I don't know diddly about the radio business. And on top of that, I, I was off my game. And, uh, though we talked about the ESPN app a little, I totally forgot to talk about the really great job of integration they did and just how easy it is uh, to get to listening to stuff directly from the app or, or watching stuff for that matter. Uh, they did a great job. Uh, I taped with Trog on Wednesday and I spent all day Thursday uh, trying and failing to track down any national Nielsen radio ratings. 
like even I asked even like if you send me stuff that's three years old I don't care I just want to see what it looks like nothing crickets uh, I'll keep at it though I know a lot of people are interested and uh, it's apparently out there somewhere so uh, I'll see I'll see if I can dig up anything and if you happen to know of a site that has samples of national data even if it's years old or uh, have some yourself please let me know via at sports TV ratings on Twitter uh, or via stvr at gmail.com recent podcast episodes include Anthony Krupe of Ad Age and uh, Jim Miller, who's pretty famous for his books on Saturday Night Live, ESPN, and CAA, and uh, now for the Origins podcast. Uh, Jim did my Wee podcast, and then he shows up on Kornheiser's podcast a few days later on the same day Maury Povich is on. That's some pretty good karma right there. Uh, you can find all the past podcasts on op- Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or SportsTVRatings.com. Thanks for listening.